and it's physical and hard and it's nuts basically but they're mad for it Episode 40. Who would have thought it? Who would have thought it? It's an absolute credit to both you and Matthew in particular for doing all 40 of them, or, well, not Matthew yourself, actually, doing all 40 of them. Uh, Hoggy's probably done about, you know, 35, and I've sort of come along at the end like a kind of Michael Bevan-style finisher uh, or something like that. That's the one and only time I'll be compared to Michael Bevan. Um, you're more of an Athers, kind of at the top of the order, never getting out unless McGraw or Donald the bowling. Anyway, I'm kind of going all over the show. 90s cricket all the way. No, I like it, mate. I like it. Um, so, yeah, two pods in two days. Pete and I thought we'd, we thought we'd jump on today to speak specifically about um, the European uh, qualifier for the T20 World Cup 2024 in the USA and the West Indies, mate. It's been a long time since there's been anything like this in Scotland or certainly anything I I could think of. Um, And it so happens that it's fallen on your doorstep, mate. So quite excited about some cricket. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, um, you know, it's it's fallen at perfect time. I always find myself, you know, whenever Scotland have got games down the road, literally down the road, either I'm doing something or I've got work or whatever. And this is just perfect, really. Um, I think actually the last time we hosted a kind of T20 qualifying tournament was when it was global competition. And um, I was sort of, I want to say it was back in maybe 2016, 2017, or was it somewhere along that line? I remember watching them play Kenya, uh, Scotland versus Kenya. Um, and we, I think we got to the final, it was a washout. I think we sort of, uh, you know, tied um, the trophy, as it were. But we, we qualified regardless for the for the uh, for that World Cup. Which I wanted, yeah, it was sort of 16, 17, I want to say around that one. Um, but of course, that was a global tournament. They got a uh, sorry, a global qualifier. And it was it was Scotland and Ireland hosting it, not just Scotland, which is great. And uh, you know, actually, I think with the real proliferation of European cricket, particularly in T20, it's really exciting. I don't know how you feel about it, Liam. Yeah, mate, I am. I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to it. Uh, uh, the games start on the twentieth of July, and we have basically six full days of cricket um, split across Golden Acre and Rayburn. And there's two free days where there's no fixtures, but other than that, you're going to get six days where you could catch, I think it's three fixtures a day, generally two split across Grange and Goldie, and then one will carry on, um, culminating against Ireland on the 28th. Let's hope that uh, both teams are qualified, or certainly Scotland are come the 28th of July because you wouldn't want to have to get something out of that game to make sure you were in the top two. Absolutely. And do you know, it's an interesting point, this, Liam, and bizarrely, it kind of goes back to uh, the Dutch. If it wasn't for the Dutch making the um, top four, I think it was, of their Super Six uh, group in the last T20 World Qualifier, they would be in this qualifier as well. So it would be two places 
or you know eight teams rather than seven or or or, or something to that nature i think so um so it's the one thing we've got to be thankful for for the dutch is making that because uh on paper you'd think scotland and ireland start as favorites don't you but who knows yeah it was um looking at the fixtures and you think Scotland will have a pretty good chance You're looking at the squads and then you start seeing a few names that you recognise and you remember it's T20 and it's July in Scotland so it might rain and all sorts of permutations start to come into it so it won't be easy um, but if if Scotland play to their strengths and use conditions at home which, which hopefully will suit Scotland um, then we've got Nothing to fear in this tournament. Um, it'll be interesting to see the squad, which is obviously just probably on a bit of a downer after what happened out in Zimbabwe. But they freshened things up a little bit, Pete, and we've brought in three players to replace three from Zimbabwe. Any shocks or surprises there? Um, from my perspective, not really. Um, look, you know, you always feel... Sorry for the likes of you know Ali Evans uh, and uh, Adrian Neal, who were uh, you know they didn't really get much opportunity over in the fifty over uh, qualifier, um, and um, I wouldn't say that they've they've necessarily been uh, staunch parts of the T Twenty uh, squads that we've had over the years, but um, you kind of wonder. Uh, Ali's age is that kind of it for him we'll see um, but that being said I think it's I, I was really pleased to see Gavin Main back into the fold um, certainly over the last the you know, last three years I put him up there domestically as one of the best if not the best team bowler in the East Prem and that arguably includes and I, I don't you know, I think Chris Sol goes to another level actually when he plays for the national team. But or when it comes to the league, I feel that Gavin is a fabulous bowler. Um, and then having Bradley Curry um, in in is, is is a massive boom because you know he's just gone and played in the T Twenty Blast for Sussex. I know he didn't play in every game, um, but he had a wonderful performance on Sky. He got a lot of good wickets there. He took a wonderful catch. Um, I think we were calling for him. In one of the pods earlier, so that that's uh, great, and um, obviously I'm pleased to see Ollie Hairs back in the side because God, he's a he's a Watsonian. Um, I had you know great time playing cricket with Ollie over the years, um, and I think he's you know he's a really effective T20 operator. It makes perfect sense for him to be in the side, and it's not that Chris Bride isn't good enough. It's just that you know if you're going to play at home with somebody who can do something like him. You know, we were calling for him in the last World Cup, so that's that's my views, Liam. I don't know what you think about that squad. Yep, um, it's just a pity we couldn't get maybe another one or two up from England. Um, thinking Brad Wheel, um, he would be an effective T20 bowler, as we've seen mm -hmm. at the, mm -hmm. in the hundred. Um, one of your favourite tournaments, mate. But uh, yeah, Brad Curry catch. Let's talk about that. Did you see it live? Did you actually? Uh see it before the clips came out or have you just seen the, you seen know, the I, clip? I, 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 I was watching it live um, bizarrely. I don't know how I, because I don't I haven't even, we didn't, the blast didn't seem to be on much on the TV. 
I don't even get much. My wife watches that. She's watching reruns of Law and Order, like, and she has been for the last three weeks, right? <laughs> uh, and so I, I don't get any access to the TV whatsoever. But for, for some reason or another, I managed to get access that evening. And, uh, and yeah, I watched it. And it was because it was, you know, Benny Howell, who's playing for Hampshire, former Gloucestershire player, one of my favourite T20 players. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it was a wonderful catch, unbelievable catch, really. Um, and he was just having a day, bowled beautifully. Um, and, yeah, stunning catch. I don't know about you, Liam. You, are you going to say that you were watching it live too? I was. I was in a sort of live. And to be fair, it was pivotal in the match because it's pretty much, oh. it's won them the match more or less. Because you've got mm-hmm. Benny Howell, who, if you don't catch that, six. And that mm. brings him down to something like, I think it would have been something like 17 off 10, which when Howell's going like that, he's there's every chance to get in it. So um, I did see the catch. It was a hell of a catch. And I'm sure big time Al Mills was was pretty impressed with it. It's one of them though, isn't it? If it just it just sticks and it did just stuck. But um Yeah, and that's class. That's great. And uh, you know, I, I, from what I gathered from the the post match interview, Rabbi Baparo, I remember being interviewed, sort of highlighted the fact that Brad Curry he maybe he almost intimated that he he turned down something to play for Sussex. Well I'm guessing that would be the fifty over uh, World Cup qualifiers because it was on at the same time. So, uh, so it's good that it's good that they've managed to get him across. It's weird actually. His brother Brad Curry's brother plays for Hampshire, and uh, and the theory should be Scottish as well, I guess. But I don't know. Maybe he's got aspirations of playing for England. Maybe he's in a pathway program or something along those lines. There, I don't know. Um, but yeah, fabulous. And like, he's good. He's left arm option as well, so that's really good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that was something that we. Uh, you know, often sort of suggested that, you know, maybe we need that alternative option. You say about not having guys, Michael Jones, Brad Wheel, perhaps. I think it's interesting. You, again, like the uh, like the 50 over World Cup qualifiers, I don't see how you can rotate a batsman out of this setup. I think it's just going to be rotating the bowlers and the batsmen are going to play every single game, aren't they, really, from what I can tell, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it looks like it. we spoke about that before, didn't we? Um in the 50 over that they didn't really have mm-hmm. a bat to, to swap in um, so yeah let's hope that they fire but I was already thinking Golden Acre is not going to be big enough straight like if a batsman gets in and starts hitting it towards the screens that's that's doesn't seem the biggest when you're playing on it and certainly to the rugby pitch side is the same so oh. can't wait to see some some of the big guys get going there because it could be some massive scores at Goldie, especially. Take nothing away about it. It'll just be interesting watching the big guys on the T20 stage and how. What's a, what's par on that? Two <laughs> hundred. Oh, you'd think so, wouldn't you? You'd think so. Yeah, Goldie feels, you know, at club level, it feels like a decent sized cricket ground. But I absolutely would say that, yeah. <laughs> International level, it, it absolutely, you know, absolutely isn't really. I'm really pleased they're playing at Golden Acre, though. I definitely, for, I, I think we've said this on the podcast before. It's a stunning cricket ground. You know, it's got a beautiful view. They've finally got roll-on covers for this as well. I think everything. I think they could turn that into a real staging ground for 
for international cricket. You know, obviously, dimensionally, it must work. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. So, um, so yeah, I think it's it's great. I'm looking forward to watching a few games down there, actually. And not, I'm not just going to park myself at Grange. I probably will go between a couple, I think. But, uh, but yeah, geez, I think... And you've got to remember with these guys, particularly the German team, the Austrian team, the Italian team... They a lot of these guys have played in that T twenty cricket, sorry T ten cricket um, that we uh, you know saw in the European Cricket League and the likes. Um, that's almost a staple. T twenty T twenty cricket is almost bread and butter league cricket in these nations. Um, so they're not going to be be too too um, concerned about the size of the boundaries. The problem will be maybe grass wickets, maybe. Uh, crafty bowling, um, bit too quick, bit too much spin. I think it's good as well. Scotland keeping Hamza to here in the squad. I know he didn't play at all in the uh, in Zimbabwe, but uh, we always, you know, whenever you think about club cricket at Grange, you think you need a couple of spinners, you need a few spinners actually. Liam, I know that you know over the years when you were in the fourths, they had four spinners, didn't they? Go into places like Grange and uh, and and Golden Lake for that matter. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I think it's important to have that second frontline spinner uh, to yeah. share some of the load of what um, and hopefully take some wickets, mate. I, I noticed as well today on uh, on social media, Scotland did a little bit today about, well, first of all, they did an interview with Brad Curry, which was good. Um, mm-hmm. And they also announced that all the games are going to be live on the ICC app and all Scotland games are going to be on the BBC iPlayer as well. So, don't know how these things come about, but well done to whoever has sorted these types of things. And let's tell everyone about it. Do you know what I mean? Let's 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 make sure that um, we're all kind of active on social media because it's time. the type of thing that if if you had a spare day in Edinburgh between the twentieth and the twenty eighth, then get yourself down there and get get watching some cricket. I can't imagine it'll be too expensive to get in. I don't really know how much the gate is, but yeah, hopefully. Uh, the weather gods are shining on. Absolutely. And the forecast days. looks, do you know, at the moment, Edinburgh's forecast looks terrible for the weekend where there's not, a, it might be, it might ruin league cricket on Saturday, but it won't ruin Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, which is Scotland's first four games. Of course, the ICC, the BBC are not the only major media outlets that are going to be uh, starring in the media tent, though, Liam, over the next few days, because, uh, They've obviously called upon the real big guns and halfway up middle have managed to get some sort of media accreditation as well. Um, so, you know, absolutely. You might see a little bit more media activity from us, social media activity from us, a few more um, and podcasts or little clips or whatever we can muster up. Um, and, you know, if you if you know what we look like and see us uh, around the grounds, please come and say hello. Well, you know, even if you've got something nice or nasty to say, I'm all ears. I'm used to nasty. Um, I'm sure, and I know you are too, Liam. You know, we've both been captains of cricket teams over the years, aren't we? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thick skinned, but keen, yeah, keen to, um, to uh, mix it, mix it with some of the journals. Uh, quite fancy yeah. yourself as a, as a journalist, Pierre. Oh, uh, I don't think there's got exactly. to be, be something like that. Yeah, our coverage is not going to be mainstream. It's not going to be mainstream coverage, is it? You know? Uh, nah, definitely not. Definitely not. It's going to be a bit but no, I think it's excellent that they that they've got it on the BBC, and I was even looking. They've got some good commentators there. I've noticed PDP being one of them. He's coming back from that major league cricket to do it. They've got Andrew Leonard, who I think is an excellent commentator. Um, I think they've got one of the uh, one of the 
women's commentators from uh, the BBC as well. So I think it'll be really, really, um, hopefully really well covered. I've even noticed there's a lot of scaffolding up at, the, at Golden Acre. They're looking, it's looking like a proper event, um, as it always does in these, these circumstances. So um, in many respects, it's rife for some giant killings, isn't it, really, potentially? Oh, for sure, for sure. Pete, I don't know if you had a look at some of the squads, but I just want to pick out a couple of players that caught my eye. Yeah. Um, when you look at the Italian team, obviously yeah. you have Captain Gareth Berg, who is South African by birth, but played pretty much all his first-class cricket in England. Um, I think Hampshire was his main club, but he's at North Ants now. He's 42 yeah, yeah. years old. Um, yeah. He made the jump to Italy in 2019, been captain since 2021. But um, obviously a notable name. And another one who's just been announced in the Italy squad is Wayne Madston, yeah. who is another South African playing at Derbyshire. And he is um, he will be making his debut for Italy, obviously plays on the same side as Watty. But um, yeah. that's, a decent, that's a decent addition to any, uh, any of those squads, Wayne Madsen. Absolutely. I want to say, am I right in thinking Madsen has maybe done some coaching with the Scotland squad a few years ago as well, potentially? I think you're right, actually, mate. I think you're right. But I was looking at his with, stats. Like, he scored, like, nearly 600 runs last year um, in the Vitality Blast, the T20. Yeah, good, so, very good, good player. My understanding is he is going to miss the Italy Island game, which is on the first day, which could, when you, when you, when you hear, when you speak to the real experts, the real media, um, I think a lot of them feel that Italy have got the potential to to be the ones to mix it at the very top, because not only have they got Ma Ma and it'll be, it's a real blow that Madsen's not playing, but they've not only got Madsen, they've got this Manetti guy who Manetti Benjamin Manetti that's his name. Right, he plays for South Australia. He's played in the um, uh, Big Big Bash. You've got Grant Stewart, who's played for Kent as well. Um, I think they're missing one player, for one other sort of professional player. But, I, you know, so, so uh, you know, as you say, T20, you've got a few good bowlers there. Gareth Berg, I know last year at 42, he had a blinding season for North Hans and got himself another year's contract. Um, you know, he, that'll be a proper professional lineup there. Um, I don't know if there's any that have, any other players that have caught your eye. One, can I just mention one that's really caught my eye? Um, it's weird. It's in the Danish side. It's a guy called Nikolai Lagergaards, right? Lag Lagergaards, right? And the reason why his name comes to mind is another very good podcast is um, the one that's run by, oh, my days, Daniel Beswick. It's uh, the Associate Cricket Podcast. I forget, Emerging Cricket Podcast. And they talk about this guy an awful lot in, as being a real talent. I don't know if it's because he's incredibly tall. I don't think he is. He's, he's, but, but he's got a bowling average, a T20 international bowling average of 11, right? And a batting average of 25. My old account, he's a, real, he's a really good all-round cricketer, sort of player. Denmark have actually got a great pedigree of producing uh, players who've come and played domestically in England, maybe certainly in the 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, and this is another another one of these those types of players. He's sort of person who could really kind of make a name for himself, um, from what I understand. The Austrian team as well, I noticed they've spent the last four weeks playing in the, in Birmingham, 
and training in Birmingham and things like that. So again, you know, that ability to practice and train together for four weeks, pretty big deal that. I think that's that's going to sort of stand people in good stead. And even Germany, they've got Michael Richardson who played for Dar- Durham as well. So, geez, you know, there's quality everywhere you look. I don't know if I've jumped on, I've jumped in and said a few names that were in your when you're head as well. Nah, mate. Do you know what? Actually, <laughs> for the sports fans out there, it's so good to have somebody else on the pod that does the research. It's, uh, it's class, mate. Because there's another guy that's sometimes in this pod who can tell you if yeah. it's New York or New Year. But uh, yeah, mate, nodding my head along to a lot of that. Obviously, um, plenty of banana skins, plenty of proper proper cricketers there. I didn't know that about Austria, uh, basing themselves yeah. down to Birmingham. Because that was my next point, Pete, was a lot of these players won't have regular um, cricket on grass decks. But obviously, yeah. for example, Austria playing down in Birmingham, they've had plenty of that experience in the last four weeks and they'll be ready to go. But I, I was thinking more more along the lines of the, the Germans. I can't imagine they'll have too many uh, grass decks in Germany for them to play on. Um, Probably but... not. But then, yeah, they, they've also got Dieter Klein, played for Leicestershire, played in, in provincial cricket in South Africa. Dylan Blignot, who did the same as well. I always wonder if he's related to Andy Blignot, who was one of my favourite Zimbabwean players in the early noughties. But that's me being a complete nerd there. Um, but yeah, geez, you know, you're right. I think the, the challenge is going to be for these guys about have they played on grass wickets? How tight are they? What's their planning? Because we always talk about resources in Scotland being, you know, imagine if, if we had a bit more money so that we could have full-time analysts, a full-time fielding coach, batting coach, blah, blah, blah. You know, we've got, we've got we're actually probably, bar Ireland, the better, the best resource team playing in this competition. The likes of your Austria's Germany's, they might have got temporary coaches in for the batting and bowling and fielding for this particular tournament, but they've maybe not got the same resource to be able to build a, a, a clear plan and have plan B, C, D, E ready to go, which is what you need in T20 because you need to always be reacting to to, to things. Um, so, yeah. I think that's going to be the big challenge. Um, but there's certainly match winners across all seven of the teams, isn't there? Yeah, one one team we've not mentioned yet, uh, where there is an obvious link, is uh, Jersey. Obviously, yeah. the head coach is uh, Marka, Neil McRae. Yeah. Um, it'll be, he's obviously been there for, I don't know how long Marka will be there. I reckon it must be getting on definitely five plus years, maybe more. He would have, yeah. I think he previously was with Austria. Would be right in saying that, Pete, and then he took a jersey job, I think. But um, yeah, they'll be another dangerous outfit, and a lot of their players will have pretty good experience. Some of them first class experience as well. Um, Absolutely, John T. Jenner, I think, yep. played for Sussex, for example. They they've got some quality cricket grounds as well in Jersey, some beautiful cricket grounds um, by all accounts, um, and a number of these guys will probably play domestically in. Premier level cricket in England, which is the reality, is 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 similar sort of level to 50 percent of our of our of our boys playing in Scotland. Um, so so yeah, I mean, and, and at the end of the day, Jersey and Germany have qualified for this by not having to play any pre qualifiers. So they, they they've already got sides that are of decent quality. Um, Italy, Denmark, Austria have had to come through a series of quite really challenging qualifications 
where they've had to beat off, you know, eight to ten sides in a qualifier um, with one place on the line. So that 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 level of experience and really being able to focus on the T20s. But yeah, I think Jersey have got a real threat, you know, um, as well. So so yeah. Um, and, and of course, there's Ireland as well. And if we need to get a result against Ireland, we'll say we've had a banana skin somewhere on the lines. Jeez, we, we've lost them in the last T20 qualifier. I look, I look at their side, and and uh, and there's there's of course still great quality across that team, isn't there? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And there are a few T20 specialists as well in the Irish outfit. Um, mm-hmm. Particularly, obviously, Paul Sterling, who we've seen. Um, score some very quick runs um, as well. It will be a big threat there. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Absolutely, no, it should be should be really good. And uh, and yeah, no, as I said already, you know, I'm I'm planning on going myself to a number of the games. I know Liam, you're going to pop down and uh, and come to some cricket as well. Um, and yeah, I think it's a it's a opportunity. I think it's perfect. It's not quite festival season here in Edinburgh but it's so it's a perfect time for people on school holidays I'm sure there'll be lots for the kids to do and people to get their kids along to to the cricket the great thing about T20 games only three hours long there's always high action there's always big sixes so it's always pretty exciting as well so what 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 else would you rather do exactly Peter just before we go mate we were obviously over in Ireland at the weekend yeah Um, I believe you were watching another sport that involves a bat and a ball. Is that right? Yeah. We did. We we didn't. We didn't actually go to a game in the end. But but I, what we did do was um, a GAA experience. So we played. Um, we we I was on a stag do and we played um, some hurling and Gaelic football. Hurling is an apps. Have you seen hurling? Have you? It's a ridiculous sport. It's basically like the Irish. Quite understandably, if you look back at the history, they basically just wanted to invent a sport that was the exact opposite of what the English were doing. So it's like, if it's a sport that you kick the ball, nah, you can't kick it. If it's a sport that you can, you have to, you pick the ball up, nah, you have to pick it up with your stick. And it's physical and hard and it's nuts, basically. But they're mad for it. I watched some, you know, we were in the pub on the Sunday afternoon, sorry, Saturday afternoon. And there's just the, you know, the, GAA, the, you know, the football, Gaelic football semi-finals. 80, 82, 87,000 in the stadium. Towns awash with people. It's a uh, proper good good sport. I don't know, Liam, if you've had much experience of it. Not really, mate. Not really. I've, uh, I'd watched the, the Gaelic if, uh, yeah. if I was going to see any of it. And um, Donegal original. Donegal so, original? Yeah, so my, my granddad moved to to Scotland for work. Okay. Fifties. Ah. So yeah, that's that, that's the link to dear old Don Gold. But yeah, mate, I've seen it. It's it's mad. I don't know how I don't know how more folk don't like get some serious serious head injuries with the hurling, like those sticks oh, I... around about the head and throwing the ball. And, um, there's some proper athletes involved in that in that sport. I must admit, but. No, I, I I got it wrong. I thought I thought that you were actually at a game, but take it back. We we, anyway, we were meant to go, but but it was a, it was a sellout. Do you know the awful thing for me? Was, I've got an enormous sized head, and the helmet that they gave me was way too small. But it turns out it was the biggest sized helmet they had, 
and uh, I can't. I, I, I'm bearing in mind it was it was ten thirty after uh, the Friday day sesh and into night sesh. I'd been out until two thirty three o'clock in the morning, and then woke up chucking it down with rain. Had to get this bus all the or taxi all the way out to this uh, this place, and then they slung us this helmet and it was like agony on my cranium and i was just like what was going on and that made everybody because everybody there knows i've got an enormous head and it was just uh it was yeah very entertaining but uh yeah yeah mate you know, know how you mentioned that about uh tight helmet on heads and all that chris mcbride his yeah. helmet it's, it's like he's i don't know is that from like under 15s or something he's like jamming it on his head it's a bit like what it, you described there it looked like Say like that grill must be very close to his chops, like so. What whatever makes you comfortable, I suppose. You know what I mean. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the, 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 whatever makes you comfortable. But uh, do, you, do you think the funding in cricket Scotland's got that bad that if they had to just chuck him an under fifteens lid and they can play with that? Well, it's possible. I, su- I suppose it is possible. I was actually surprised that they had Brad Curry. In the full gear, he wasn't having to sort of train in his Sussex gear or something like that. It's nice that there is a few. Uh, there's still some money uh, to, to to get the kit out for the boys and uh, and whatnot over over the next few while. Mate, uh, look, you know, I think only the thing about it is, event, you know, without being sort of too too sort of much of a joke of it, because it isn't ideal. Obviously, we know all about the funding and cricket in Scotland and how it's tight at the moment. But events like this. Will only, you know, if people get down there. Of course, I think a lot of the money will be going back to the ICC, but this this can only help uh, promote the game in in, in the cut in, in the country and maybe you know pick up some sponsors, get back into a major tournament, all the rest of that, you know, all the funding that and benefits that come with that. These guys really, really deserve it. You know, they gave everything in that fifty over qualifier. I had I was down at, at Carlton last night with the uh, with the development side and. Uh, Ali Evans was there walking his dog, and uh, and it, you could tell how gutted he was, and how gutted he was. Just that, you know, they all were about that situation. You know, it was a it's a re- it's, it's a real uh, sad one, and and you know, th- this is not a foregone conclusion. We can't just go there and think, right? Oh, you know, and I heard that in the dressing room from a lot of our young lads last, you know, last night in the under twenty ones Watsonians lads. They were all saying, oh, you know, who who plays for Italy? They can't be any good, you know. Uh, Mario and Luigi, all this sort of stuff. And it's just like, you can't be like that. And I know that our players won't be like that. I know they won't, but let's make sure it's not glorious failure. Let's make sure, uh, and I'm sure, you know, it strikes me the coach has already made a real impact in that dressing room. And I, I'm really looking forward to seeing some fireworks over the next wee while. Uh, I don't know how you feel about it all, Liam. Yeah, much the same, mate. And before we go, Pete, I'll mention former Scotland coach, obviously, uh, Shane Burger little bit of success at the weekend with uh, with Somerset. Oh, uh, Somerset. Yeah. Well, did, did you yeah. see any of it, Piers? Probably, is that a, probably a rival of yours, isn't it? I mean, Somerset are Gloucestershire's traditional rival, I suppose. I mean, um, and, and yeah, look, I remember I grew up in Somerset supporting Gloucestershire as a young lad, so uh, it was all... <laughs> There was, there was. It felt like I was more of a rivalry there. I actually thought fair play to Somerset, and it's great that Shane Berg has gone down there and been a success. It's fantastic. He's gone and done a, done that that such a good job as a batting coach there. Um, they've got a cracking team. Seven uh, players born within the county, I think, that uh, were in that eleven, um, which is fantastic for for Somerset. I mean, look, 
my county, Gloucestershire, I actually genuinely think we need to follow Somerset's model. They've got a small, Taunton's not a big place, but everybody comes and watches them. They've created a market, uh, it, you know, in that in that area. I know it's the main sport and the only sport, the only professional sport in the, in the um, in the county. But you know that model can be could be followed, uh, you know, by by so many other counties, but also by the likes of Scotland as well. You know, you can create a buzz about your place. It comes down to having fixtures and having opportunities, and you know we talked about that before. But I, I didn't watch much of it because I was in uh, in in Dublin. But uh, but yeah, of course I heard about it, and uh, yeah, fair play. It's it's good to see one not one of the big counties uh, winning it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't mate. Well, thank you for your time, mate. And I'll, um, are we I'll what, what, are we going to let people know that we're going to do a few pods? I guess we'll do a few pods in, in between yeah. this. Uh, yeah, yeah, a bit like we did before. Obviously, our other um, our third wheel, Mr. Parker, we could create an exciting story about why he's not here tonight, Pete. But um, for the sports fans out there, don't ever listen to Matthew when he comes out all um, bullish and uh, you know. A male chauvinist, you know, because yeah. he's actually spending a night at home with his partner, Megan, can't afford to tonight. So, so, so yeah. there you have it. There you have it. That's, uh, that's what Mary Parker is doing. This time. But, yeah, the maybe, um, we'll, we'll get some more uh, regular pods over the tournament, and we should be able to provide the sports fans out there with some more content as well, Pete. We've got, we've got plans. We've got plans. We, we've, got, we've got plans. We've absolutely got plans. Um, and yeah, as I say, as you know, we'll be at the, we'll, we'll hopefully be at the grounds over the next few uh, games. So if people say, you know, recognise us, come and say hello, come and tell us how bad we're doing, that'll be great. <laughs> I'll tell you another thing, Pete. Ireland, Scotland, sold out. There you go. Both. Brilliant. Yeah. Superb. Get yourself um, over the hedge at Grange. You'll be able to see. The, yeah, absolutely. Get a hole in the hedge um, or over over the over the wall. Um, I, I still haven't worked out whether I can take my dog for a walk around the lap whilst uh, some of the other games are going on. Um, but uh, but yeah. no, no, that's really good. That is really good. I think I imagine I'd like to think there'll be a few Irish coming across for it because there is, you know, sport is big in Ireland. I mean, all sports, but cricket and cricket is very small. But they do have a kind of vocal support, don't they? They 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 really do. So uh, so hopefully that'll be a good one. Um, and probably they're thinking that's an opportunity for some success. We can ruin that. Definitely. Right, looking forward to it. Come on, Scotland. Nice one, mate. Right, take care.